Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Inger. And today I am riding solo. This is my first ever solo episode. So here we go. Don't judge me. <laughs> As I kind of go through the Olympia recap, I just feel like um, after all the excitement of last week, I wanted to reflect on everything that I experienced over the week. I know Brittany and I last week had kind of recapped the amateur. So you know that I've been in Orlando the last week, um, you know, at all of the Olympia festivities. So after we, you know, recovered from the Arnold amateur, we went ahead and went to the press conference on Thursday for um, all the Olympians. And that was super cool. Uh, that was the first time that I had been able to experience that. So they, you know, they interview the athletes and they talk about like a bunch of the rivalries and things like that and kind of get people hyped up. And then of course, Thursday night is the meet the athletes. So um, definitely a super cool experience to just have one-on-one conversations with Olympians and kind of going around to each of the tables um, and, talking with people. And I actually, I talked to a lot of bikini pros and a lot of them that um, are interested in being on the podcast. So get ready for, you know, future interviews with those athletes. Um, very excited about uh, what we kind of have lined up and in store, but I definitely wanted to do the Olympia justice because it, it did not disappoint. There are a lot of surprises, um, upsets, regaining of titles and things like that. So I wanted to kind of um, go over that because uh, Brittany and I, we had went to, you know, pre-judging. So we saw on Saturday, we saw classic men's physique that they started out with. Uh, we were sitting right behind um, Courtney King, Chris Bumstead's fiance and his parents um, during the classic physique. And that was so amazing to just be so up close and personal to see Bum and seeing his um, amazing physique. And of course, I'll get to this later, but he, um, you know, owns that title for the last five years. So such an incredible and remarkable person. Um, I was totally blown away by how long his line was um, for his meet the athlete, um, even even when it was just VIP uh, time, he had a line out the door. I mean, the longest line continuously the entire time. Um, and then of course we had classic physique or I'm sorry, men's physique. And, um, I, ever since I've had Brandon Henderson as a guest poser at one of my, um, bodybuilding competitions that I was a promoter at, um, I've definitely always really followed his journey. I think he's such an inspirational guy. Um, he unfortunately got second place this year, but, um, he was very close to, you know, regaining his original Orlando title that he received in 2021. Um, and then after men's physique, we of course had bikini pre-judging. And as we talked about in the last podcast, you know, there were 52 competitors, I believe. So it obviously it took a long time for all the individuals and things, but it was definitely um, super fun to watch that. And then um, of course, the wheelchair too uh, was very inspiring. That was the first wheelchair Olympia that I had experienced. And again, I will get to the winner of that later, but there was a huge upset in that. Normally King Kong Kelly um, has been the reigning champ and he 
he lost his title as well in the wheelchair round. So that was kind of the morning part of it. Um, and then we both had the fashion show and, um, you know, it was one of those things that just as a side note, um, I feel like angel competition bikinis does a good job. And I mean, this is kind of a biased opinion because, um, they are, you know, I'm sponsored by angel competition bikinis, but, um, I just feel like they do such a good job of empowering women. And as a female owned and operated business, I have so much respect for other women that do the same in the industry. And I think, you know, a lot of times we have a little bit harder road and, um, I just have so much respect for Kara and Lauren, um, the twins that own it. And, um, yeah, they're just incredible people. And one of the things about that fashion show that was, um, you know, it hasn't changed over throughout the years from when they first started it, they really are about just empowering women and making them feel confident. Confident is their, their mission, you know, making women feel confident. And it really is true that, um, you know, you may not be stage lean, but it's, okay at the fashion show. It's just more about celebrating bodies. And there are a lot of um, athletes that were in improvement seasons, just like myself. And at first I was a little self-conscious and, um, you know, nervous to do it. I probably thought about backing out a million times, but I'm glad that I did it. And um, it's always nice to be surrounded on women that are similar and like-minded. Um, and then after the fashion show, we of course went to the night show and at the night show, for those of listeners that don't know the Olympia, you, once you go through prejudging, it's only the top 10 that get, um, asked back. So, um, I'm going to first go over the Mr. Olympia title. So this would be the open bodybuilding. Um, there was a newly crowned winner and that was Derek, uh, I'm sorry, Derek Lunsford. And he actually is the first person ever to own two titles in two different divisions. So in 2021, last year, he was the uh, 210 um, winner. So he had Mr. He had the Olympia title there. And now he's uh, switched over this year to the open bodybuilding and won that title as well. So he, um, you know, Hadi Chupan, who is the reigning champ, he got second place. And I just want to go over to that. Um, Lunsford also was presented the People's Choice Award. So I thought that was pretty cool and fun to see. Um, okay, so just going over some of the prize money, because I always think that this is super intriguing. Um, the Mr. Olympia winner gets $400,000. <laughs> And then Hadi Chupan got 150K. Um, Samson, who got third, got 100,000. And then Brandon Curry got 40,000. He was in fourth place. And then An Andrew Jacked was in fifth place and he got 35,000. So, um, you know, Chupan was pretty emotional. And um, it was probably, it's probably something that's going to like haunt him a little bit and be a little bit of a dark cloud. But he actually, when posing for the photos, kind of abruptly left the stage before all the photo ops um, were completed. And no one's quite sure um, whether it was just like personal frustration or disappointment. But 
Um, yeah, that's that's not the greatest thing to do, um, as we all know. And um, the third place finisher, Samson, uh, he's one that I think is going to continue to grow in the sport. Um, he definitely moved up three spots from last year's debut in the competition. So um, as he continues to grow and gain experience, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with as well. So I just want to briefly go over the winners of each division. Um, I'm going to spend the most time, obviously, on bikini and recapping that. Um, but the top winners, so the title winners of Miss and Mr. Olympia, um, for the, I already said what the men's open was, Derek Lunsford, but men's 212 was Keone Pearson in classic physique. I already said Chris Bumstead. Um, men's physique, Ryan Terry was a first time winner. I thought he had a very interesting speech at finals. Um, he has such a cute accent too. Um, it's from the UK. I sounded a little bit Irish or a little bit British. I'm not really quite sure, but he said that this was his ninth Olympia and he literally has jumped placements. Um, each time he improved. So I, I believe he said, if I'm quoting this correctly, he went from ninth to eighth to seventh to sixth to five to four to three to two to one. And he said his biggest change that he made this year was just investing in opposing coach because he was self-taught before. And he felt like that was what kind of solidified this win for him, which I thought was pretty cool. But that takes a lot of perseverance and um, it's very showing of what this sport really truly is, is just bettering yourself every single time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, Miss Olympia was Andrea Shaw, no shock there. The figure champion, um, I believe this is her fifth title in a row, Sydney Gillian, which she is my, um, she's just like, I love her look, um, in figure. And then in fitness, Oksana Grishina, uh, was the winner. It was unfortunate, Missy. Trescott, who's very popular, um, as most of you probably know who that is, she had an injury that um, disqualified her. So she was able to be part of the physique round, but then um, injured herself. It looked like it was her knee, but I'm not quite positive. I did not go to the finals on Friday night, and that's when fitness competes. Um, in women's physique, Sarah Villagas, I think that's how they say her name, Bikini, of course, was Miss Jen Dory regaining her title from the previous, um, you know, the 2021 win. And then your wellness champ, I believe this is her third year in a row and wellness has been at the Olympia. Its first, its debut was in Orlando in 2021. So she's had the title all three years and that's Franciela Mateos. And then your pro wheelchair new winner is Carol Mel. Mileski, I think I said that right. Anyway, um, moving on to kind of like the bikini results, because I think that the majority of our listeners are probably the most interested in that. Um, our reigning champ, you know, from last year, Marine Blanquisco ended up getting second and she looked very good. Um, Ashley Kay got third again, and this was for her third time of getting third place. So um, the last three years, she's kind of hung on to that bronze medal. Um, some of the cool things that, you know, there were three 
other former um, Bikini Olympia champions. So um, I, I believe now this means that Jen Dory is the third title winner that has at least two titles under her belt. So, um, you know, we of course have Ashley Kay, who's a three-time winner. She has the most Miss Bikini Olympia wins. And then um, before it was Angelica Teixeira was the only one that had more than one win. But now Jen Dory kind of joins the ranks with those three ladies. And um, I thought it was interesting in the morning. So they do a confirmation round. Um, so they do the initial call outs and then they do a confirmation round where they call people back. And um, so the top three, of course, got called back to be compared against each other. And they were kind of all Christmas colors because Jen wore a new lighter green suit, which was interesting to me. I'd never seen her in that. Um, Ashley K wore green and then um, Maureen wore red. And um, so those three were called back as the top three. And then um, the rest of the top 10. So the other seven out of that top 10 were called back in. And um, I know that Laura Lee Chapados was, um, you know, pulled into the middle. And it was interesting at night, she actually got the confirmation round. And so it turned into a top four. So then we knew that she was, you know, probably fourth place um, because she got pulled in the mix with those other three uh, during the confirmation round of the top 10. And she is um, the title. She's got the title of Miss Bikini International winning uh, the Arnold. And this was her second um, Arnold win this year. So that was pretty cool to see her move up there. She had a very interesting routine. I was just listening to her podcast and um, this was the first time she kind of dabbled with some ballroom dancing, which I thought was cool. Um, I definitely saw some new flair out of that and other things to just be noted. Um, so the winner of Bikini Olympia gets $50,000. So you can see the difference there. Open bodybuilding is 400000 which is crazy to me. Um, so second place, Maureen got 20,000 third place, Ashley got 12,000 fourth place, Laura Lee Chapatos got 7,000 and then fifth place, Issa Bacini moved up from last year's placement at ninth, all the way back up to fifth place. And she is a reigning champ as well. Um, she, you know, in the last five years, we haven't had like a repeat Miss Bikini Olympia. So um, since Jen broke that streak, but, um, Elisa Pacini, uh, I'm sorry, Isa Pacini, um, Pacini broke the, so Angelica Teixeira had the two time and she was, you know, pretty close to getting that three P and then, um, you know, Isa kind of like broke that chain. So just moving on to the top 15, because I think it's relevant to say those, the rest of the people, don't really receive a placement. It just is marked down as 16. Um, so sixth place was Amy Delgado, and that's what she was last year too. Um, I had her, as you know, from the bikini prediction episode, I had her in the top five, but I mean, she was pretty close. Uh, I think a, a up and coming pro, really Ariana Brothers um, getting seventh. She's really, um, you know, she just got qualified for the Olympia this year. This was her her debut and um, getting seventh in the world is pretty awesome. 
Um, Ashlyn moved up. I don't think she placed last year. And so this year she was in the top 10 at eighth. And then Deiraja moved down quite a bit. Um, she went from fourth to ninth. And then Jordan Lee um, got 10th place. So um, again, I was listening to um, Phoebe and Laura Lee Chapato's podcast. And Phoebe was kind of chatting about how, you know, she had um, remembered from last year when she was in seventh place, like how they kind of got called back or got asked to stay um, for the confirmation round. And then the people kind of said, okay, ladies, um, you can go now. And she was pretty disappointed because she did get second call out. Um, there were just more than, I believe there were eight in the second call out. So she just missed it because she got moved on the outside. And then on the confirmation round, she didn't get called back. Um, but she was definitely on the bubble. She's one of my favorites. Um, Vanya is very captivating, absolutely love her routine. She got 12th. And then uh, Rihanna has such a great physique. Um, I feel like she's really moving up in the ranks. She got the 13th. And then Ariel Barley, she just has such an amazing look. Um, I believe this is her third Olympia. Um, her debut was in 2021 in Orlando. I remember that. She got 14th. And then um, Tamika got 15th. So everyone else kind of got 16th place. But um, I just wanted to recap that. I just feel like the Olympia is our Super Bowl here in the prep life. And I feel like it's super important to kind of celebrate these athletes and talk about these um, circumstances. And, um, you know, I just if you weren't there in Orlando experiencing it, I just want to kind of give you a little bit of a glimpse of what that looked like uh, from my standpoint as a coach, um, being down there with an athlete and then also you know, being part of just like the fashion show and then also with the media coverage um, because of Prep Life Podcast, you know, we're in the press area. It's just such a surreal experience. Um, I think everybody should go. Um, you know, if you're part of the the lifestyle, um, just like Dan Solomon said at the beginning of finals, he talked about how, you know, if you go to the World Series, most people haven't, you know, hit a ball in a park of that magnitude or you know if you go to the nba finals like most people can't dunk or um i don't know he just went on and on about all these different examples like you know football like if you're watching the super bowl you know there are some people that are huge fans that have never played football before in their lives like most women probably um unfortunately but the reality of it is with our sport pretty much everybody in the audience probably has done some sort of prep, um, some sort of like diet or actively weight training or actively living the lifestyle. And just that camaraderie of knowing what it's like to like, you know, go out to eat and, you know, order something like super specific or bringing Tupperware to events and things like that. Um, I just thought it was a cool point that he brought up and, um, yeah, just while I'm down there, it was it was cool. You know, I every moment I had kind of extra, I was either walking to the Planet Fitness from my um, residence in, and I made sure I got you know a room with a kitchen so that I could, you know, like we went to Walmart as soon as we got there, Brittany and I, and you know she cooked some food and I had everything weighed out and portioned, and I brought my food scale 
we walked to, you know, the venue and then we walked to Planet Fitness for workouts. Um, you know, just living that lifestyle, it's it's super cool. Um, and then just being around everybody is just so motivating. So again, I have never done an, a solo episode. I don't know what you all thought of this, but feel free to leave any comments below. Um, I I feel like in the future, I'd like to do some solo episodes with just some Q&As. I've had some recent questions from athletes where I've been kind of piling up some questions that I'd like to answer. Um, I'm pretty busy leading up to like the next couple of weeks through Thanksgiving this weekend, we have a team show in Iowa and then, um, we turn around and I go to DC the next, um, Thursday, basically not even a full week. And, um, got a lot of athletes there at the Ben Weeder. So if you're at either of those events, um, NPC, um, Midwest this weekend or at the Ben Weeder next weekend, feel free, um, definitely come up, say hi. If you do listen, um, I just never know what kind of impact this makes or if this even helps. So feel free to DM us on Instagram. You can find us at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. I'm always curious, um, you know, just like what you want to hear um, from me. So feel free to shoot me some questions and I'll add those to my coach's corner Q&A that I'm going to do here um, probably next week. And with that, um, if you would like to apply for the team, you can always go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button and apply for your unicorn prep. So this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off. Thanks for listening, guys.